Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get up, get up, get up. This is the Get Up Show. All the leaves are brown. Not yet. Hey, that's us. It's the Simon Says Podcast with the Get Up Show from Simon. I'm Sean and Charlie and Maddie are here too. Yeah, Hello. that's how that works. Podcast number 91. So be sure you subscribe it and like to it and all that stuff. And a lot of people are talking today. You may have already heard about the weather report that was, was it interrupted really? Or no, because it- they kept going. Okay, this is on a TV station out in Washington State. They're doing the weather, and over the poor little young weather girl's shoulder, there's straight-up porno on the screen. Yes. Like in place of the weather map? No. No. It was like, you know, if you think of it this way, there would be like a monitor, like a regular screen, probably showing like news feed or, you know how in like TV studios, they always have like extra- it was a nudes feed. They have extra screens all over the studio. Okay. Welcome back to the six o'clock nudes. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, so they throw it to her and, and it's funny because even in the crossover shot, they're in two different spots. So the anchor is like, and we're talking to Susan, you know, and Susan, what's the weather? And, and they have her up and you can already tell there's something up. Like, what's that? And then and they go to the full screen. It's like, oh, oh that's a butthole. Here on the <laughs> six o'clock nudes, we've got you uncovered. Yeah. And the police Literally. are investigating it now yeah. uh, because they, they, it's criminal because it was indecent. And here's the thing. We know about Safe Harbor. A lot of people don't know about Safe Harbor. Um, between 6 a.m. and 10 p.m., there's a reasonable um, chance that a kid could be watching that. And so you can't show anything or say anything that's obscene well, that during that time. Too. It's not just yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, You can't like broadcast songs that have any yeah. type of curse words in them which we don't do anyways right but But so does that mean if this would have been at 11 p.m if this was 11 o'clock news and they had straight up porn over the girl's shoulder be like oh that's cool i don't think it would be cool but well (laughs) their fine would not be as big what was big (laughs) they're fine oh they're fine uh there was a station that this happened to in tennessee a few years ago they got the biggest fine ever in the history of these kind of indecency fines it was like three hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. and they were saying it doesn't even matter if it was a mistake or not but you know that wasn't a mistake and see it maddie was. this is why no. you don't watch porn at work true but we work in radio no one can see this uh, yeah <laughs> sure as we go into a tiktok video and your screen comes up behind you and what watch, you're okay. watching all jokes aside i am not watching <laughs> porn at work well so what we discussing among ourselves what we think happened 
is that somebody in the control room Mm -hmm. had been during their downtime Mm -hmm. enjoying a little bit of the sexy movies. And then when it came time to flip over, he did not turn that off and it went out. Which is interesting. Okay. So, no, but you know what I think? I think you you got it is that it was like somebody in the producer's booth had it up on a screen and then they go, go to cut, you know, whatever. Go and he hit the wrong button. Hit the wrong button, sent his screen to that. That monitor, maybe, or do you think it was someone who was on their way out and thought that it would be hilarious? If it was that, they'd already be saying something to that effect because yeah. the general manager was saying this was a mistake. We didn't mean to. We don't know what's going on, but we're going to find out. Make sure it never happens again. My thing is, who does that at work? Who wants to watch well, that at work? That's what I'm saying. You know, although we do know that, especially like in broadcast television, they have a lot of downtime. Where yeah, like, but still. You know, they're there waiting for the six o'clock news time to come on and they I mean I, no, I'm not I'm not saying it's okay. I do not I only watch porn from nine AM to five fifty eight. But some people do that. <laughs> but there they're, was a case that, that happened here in the building one time or once or twice. What? I, I don't know if it was full full on. There was a studio that had a window on a hallway. Okay. Where I think the big boss worked. And he kept walking by and someone would be watching stuff and he would be like, yeah, knock on the window. Seriously? Like, yes. Was that recent? No, it's been years. Oh, okay. Was I here? Yes. Huh. Don't tell me who it was. <laughs> I won't. Oh, wait, <laughs> no, hold on. Please oh. tell us not on the podcast. Ho- hold on. Though. Ready? Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. I can't remember which person. That's exactly. wild. It was either. That doesn't fit. Um, Don't worry about it right now. So. Were they possibly maybe just like, say, watching an HBO movie that had a lot of dirtiness in it? Or was it straight up porn? Oh, wait. Now you say that. Does that count? (laughs) It does, sir. If you show it during the weather on the 6 o'clock news. I didn't realize Ozark took place and parts of it in a strip club. Okay. (laughs) Oh, true that. Just like The Sopranos, you'll get surprised by a couple. Speaking of taking place in a strip club, that reminds me of when I decided to watch um, the J-Lo movie, Hustlers. Oh, yeah. On a plane. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Isn't that <laughs> awful when you do that? Yeah. Bad call. I threw, I can't remember what movie it is now. There was something, but it was like real gory right from the get-go. It was, like, it was one of the Hellboy movies. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. This is probably not. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, father. It, it wasn't as bad as that, but it was well, like. I had a friend who worked at a TV station, and I did the episodics there. That's where you go like, tonight on Hill Street Blues, Bobby and Andy. <laughs> And tonight at five, um, and we would sit in the in the booth while stuff's going on, and he would regularly hit the wrong thing, you know. And, yeah. And that was, it wasn't malicious. He just hit the wrong thing. Listen to this though. There was a news station in Portsmouth, Virginia. That's where they were located, Channel Thirteen, and a reporter and the cameraman were out doing a live shot somewhere. And then they got in the news truck and they made their own grown-up movie in the news truck. <laughs> oh. And then they left the tape in the camera. Oh, and no. A, it was found. And two, it went all over the world. Oh, <gasps> uh, not they didn't broadcast it, but it was it was no. passed around like, yeah. hey, check out this report. This was back in the day, you know, when, when the internet was brand new and the tape had been circulating, you know, anyway, oh. out in the world. And then when the internet hit, God, that thing was everywhere. The poor girl's name was Michelle, and she's out of the business now. Well, she'd have to be. <laughs> yeah. she's She does real estate now. You know, so side, kind of unrelated is one of my new favorite things on TikTok is and around 
is the um when the TV anchors talk to people in their anchor voice. Yeah. Like they'll talk to their significant Do at six. Why Jim won't tell me where the magic button is to turn on the heat. <laughs> you know, yeah. this just in the developing situation with the laundry on the floor has gotten worse. It's a standoff now. Like they use that that anchor voice, and it's funny That's because super serious, but hard hitting news. But how how very patterned news anchor voice is. Oh yeah. But so the other day, I had someone come by to clean our chimney, and I was talking to the guy. Did he sing and dance? No. Oh, I wish he had. He did talk. <laughs> Oh, was he a chimney sweep? So, but the dog started barking and I was like, oh yeah. So he, you know, dog heard dude in the house. And my wife was like, no, it was you. Is that you were doing your, you were talking to someone different. It wasn't your normal voice. So I didn't know, like, did my radio, do I have my radio voice? You were doing your loud broadcasty radio voice. No, you always have the same voice. Just sometimes your, your volume goes up. Yeah. Sometimes when you're a little excited or when you're being animated, when you're showing interest in someone, you shout in their face is what you, <laughs> you do. You can project your voice very far. Yeah. Oh, I know that from my daughter's recitals and stuff. Yeah. Uh, that it just that made me laugh because it was like, yeah, the dog's not barking at the stranger in the house. Is that daddy's got his weird voice on. <laughs> yeah. But that's that's not a radio voice thing. That's just you shouting. You've always done that. Oh, neat. It's like when we'd be... But he does it on the radio. We'd be out somewhere meeting people, and a a mom would walk up with their kid, and he'd go, Hey, you want a balloon? (laughs) (laughs) No! What did I do? What's wrong? Why is he yelling at me? I can't help it. I was was raised in the North. We, We portray excitement with loud volume. I know. It's That's like when you're someplace... And you you think somebody isn't understanding you, like if there's a language barrier? Yeah. Like I used to order extra dry martinis, and I was at this restaurant, and I ordered the extra dry martini, and the guy goes like, what? And I go, extra dry martini. Like that. <laughs> Louder and slower. That breaks down the language barrier if you yes. yell it. Oh, yeah. That's a famous Steve Martin uh, thing where, yeah, the, yeah, if you don't understand the language, you just, I would like to oh. go to the hotel. Well, Steve Martin clearly is a genius. I know. Christopher Walken was talking this week about almost getting the part of Han Solo in Star Wars. Well, he said he he said he auditioned. I don't think I think he said I wasn't really that close. Well, what I read said he 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 felt like he was dangerously close to getting it, and he was really glad he didn't because he thought it would have been awful. That I agree with. But the list of people that they asked to do it, Burt Reynolds was the first person they asked to be Han Solo in Star really? Wars. And he just didn't want, no, no, I'm not going to do a just science fiction. Space movie, that's <laughs> No, he, he would not do it. But imagine how different the whole world of Star Wars would have been. Would it have lasted if Harrison Ford wasn't Han Solo? Well, I think it's better that they chose people, you know, for something like that, it's always better when you choose people who aren't super well-known actors because then the character becomes more believable. But at least Burt Reynolds had swagger. I don't see Christopher Walken with the Han Solo swagger at all. Oh, he's got swagger. He's got swagger. You need to watch the Christopher Walken movie, King of New York. Do the Castle Run in four parsecs. They also <laughs> wanted Ryan O'Neill to do it. Okay. okay. Uh, and- did you ever see Saturday Night Live did a whole thing where they had recasting characters? And it was, I think that was one of the, like, they, they showed. It was like Walken doing something and... Ooh. Um, 
Al Pacino turned the part of Han Solo down when he was mm-hmm. being offered everything in the 70s. Wow. Sylvester Stallone mm-hmm. met with George Lucas to play Han Solo, but he says no. he didn't look good in spandex holding a ray gun. <laughs> he's too, you know, he's too bulky, though. That's not really, that's not his style. You, you just can't see it. It's like, yeah, it's like, it's so iconically Harrison Ford now, but no doubt. try to picture, like, picture Stallone, like Rocky era Stallone, like, Rambo. That's, that's why I asked. That's why I asked, though. If, <laughs> Me too. If one of those other people, if it would have been Burt Reynolds or Rocky, playing that role, would there have been an Empire Strikes Back or a Return of the Jedi? Would any of that have ever yeah. happened? Or would it have stunk it up so bad that people wouldn't have gone for it anymore? No, I think it would have still been a thing. I just think it would be, you know, it's like... They the- might have recast him <laughs> by yeah. the second one. He got changed. He was out in space and changed. <laughs> Han, Han Solo never came out of the, fr- the carbon fiber or whatever it was. The carbonite. Thank you. Yes. Carbon and, fiber. And now... He's in racing mode. Carbon is, footprint. Isn't he uh, Harrison Ford... <laughs> Is he 80 yet? No. I think 70s. he is. He's 79 if he's not 80. I thought he was 78. But either way, they're always oh, filming again. Which one? The they Indiana could. Jones? Indiana Jones 5. Now it's coming out in 2023. Uh, Did he you won't hear that? be alive to see it. Oh, oh come on, man. Harrison is, he's not as in as great shape. You know, the plane crash and all the things. Joey. But he's 80. I know. You know, leave him alone. I, I mean, like him and Mick Jagger. If I can do anything when I'm 80, that, that's funny to say that. I believe Mick is in better shape than, uh, than, than Harrison, Harrison yeah. He doesn't get hurt as much. Yeah, that's true. He doesn't fly as many planes or do as many stunts. But didn't he have like heart something, heart surgery? Mick? I would assume so at that point. I mean, you get to 80. Do you guys know that people are using the word cringe differently now? There's a new use of the word cringe. Like positively? It's close to chuggy. Oh, well then that's not still not good. Cringe is the feeling of secondhand embarrassment for something that someone else is posting or doing or saying. Well, for that... instance, it's almost like a gagging feeling mixed with pity. Yikes. That's pretty much what cringe means, isn't it? <laughs> cringe is cringe unto itself now. The word has become meaningless because people have used it so much that now cringe is cringe. Okay, so it's not like that makes me cringe. It's not an action. It's a um Yeah, but it still thing. is. I, I don't understand this argument because it, I think it still perfectly encompasses what cringe is. But yeah. you don't use it the way Ugh. the kids do. It's like... No, but even when the kids use it, it still makes sense to me. Like, oh, that's so cringe. And that's like, so cringe. Yeah. But th- we never used it that way. That makes me cringe would oh, be yeah. the it proper was, usage of that. It was a verb. No, now it's a noun. Yeah. That's right. I mean, I, it's like I used to listen to certain radio shows. It was like cringe radio where it was like everything was like, ugh. Ooh. Was yeah. that good? Yeah, I like it. Did you like that? that? Yeah. Doesn't sound good. So what's going on with everybody's <laughs> Halloween? What are you going to do? What are you going to be? Are you buying cheap candy? There's a new Halloween on a budget list that came out. And one of the things on there says, don't bother buying chocolate candy because it's way more expensive than everything else. It is more expensive, but if there's any left over, I don't want the crap. I want the good stuff. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, there's always some of the gummy kind that I like. And that's what the kids like. There was a bogus list out the other day. What are ki- what do kids love the most uh, in their Halloween bag? And Reese's Cups was number one. But I know for a fact they love those like Warheads and Sour yeah. Patch Kids. And- Our kid would a thousand times rather have something gummy than something chocolate. Right. And- that's the op- That's opposite world. 
Oh yeah, same here. I don't even. He'll offer me like gummy bears. I'm like no thanks. I don't. Mm. You know what I realized that I really truly love is Sour Patch Kids. Those are my jam. Really, I that like those better than a than a gummy bear. But I still don't. I would never buy them for myself. You do Swedish fish. Uh, my wife got me onto that. But then, you know, what's funny is you, you got to go to a gas station where they've been sitting for a while. So they're a little harder. My daughter There's nothing says worse that. than a There's, fresh gummy fish. That's uh, what really? she says. Fish. Yeah. yeah. They're too chewy. Yeah. That's what my, my daughter says that too. She can't stand a fresh Swedish fish. Never would have known. No, I, I had no, I didn't even realize until she said it, but it's true. They need a little bit of that hard. I've been sitting, uh, coating. Are they going to do, this is a question that comes up every time Halloween falls on a Sunday night. Are we going to worship the devil on Sunday? They're going to move it to another <laughs> night for the kids to trick or treat. I mean, our, our devil celebration is on Sunday. Yeah, you're, is is that where your neighborhood's doing the trick or treat on Sunday? No, no one's told me otherwise. From what I've heard, I mean, most people are still going to just go right on it on the day that it's supposed to be. What would you do if you had one way in and out of your house? And the DoorDash guy brought you your $11 cup of coffee and placed it straight in front of your door, and you could not open your door to get your coffee, and there was no other door. Well, first of all, I am not paying $11 for a cup of coffee. <laughs> it was real good coffee, and they brought it. No. Still no. I, I, You know, look, I think I would give it a second to try to see if I could scoot it, get my hand on it, but if not... Sorry, coffee. I, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be a shut in for the rest of my well, life. If it really means that much to you, and you don't want to spill it, and you you need that coffee, ask a neighbor, call a friend, have someone come over. I couldn't tell from the pictures that I was seeing if it, it didn't look like he had enough room to get his hand out. No, so he couldn't like try to like fiddle it. This this actually happened to a guy. If you hadn't heard about it, he ordered his eleven dollar cup of coffee and he tipped three dollars and fifty cents on it and the reason the reason he spent that money is because he was working at home and he was in the middle of a project and he couldn't do anything he had no coffee and he couldn't go anywhere because he was on a deadline and now he can never leave his house ever again well i guess it forced him to really knuckle down because he couldn't go anywhere you know what i think i would have to do if say said friends and neighbors couldn't come over and help me i would just you know it's got a lid on it so I just give it a quick knock over and grab it real quick. I mean, I, you'd lose a little, but all not right, all. Like reflexes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you're. I, I think that you're. You're being very generous to your reflexes. Yeah. Speaking I of am. Indiana Jones, you can switch out that bag with that thing, <laughs> and then the boulder won't roll down on you. <laughs> I gotta swing, grab my hat before the thing closes. They now say that blondes aren't the ones who have more fun. Redheads are the most fun. Do you count as a redhead? No, hell no. Why would you say that? Didn't you used to be sort of more red? I don't think so. Just his face. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, if you go by circumference and size and overall surface area, he does a redhead. (laughs) (laughs) He's turning into a redhead right now. Red lollipop head. Well, you're like strawberry blondie sort of. I'm not. It's brown and blondish in there. It's it's brond. A bit in the sun. In the sun it goes blonde. It shows some auburn. See, I don't know why I'm taking offense to that. I just never I don't either. I never thought that I had red hair. I had one guy that I used to work with years and years ago referred to me as a redheaded guy, and I was like, "You shut your dirty whore mouth." You are very fair, Thank like you. a lot of redheads. Like Thank you. you have because you have light eyebrows and the tiny little bit of facial hair that you've been growing for three months is light colored, and <laughs> so you have the coloring of a redhead. Maybe that's why I think that. And this used to be red. It's more gray now. I my, used to have my, my mutton chops. My beard used to be more red. 
What's going on with you? Well, now it's. Now Are you I'm not getting, eating as much rust? I don't understand. <laughs> it's yeah, I've been black. licking. A lot, I've been licking a lot of brick dust. Dude. <laughs> Give, hey, do you guys have any rusty nails? I just want to suck on them. Yeah, I'm trying to get the color back in my cheeks. <laughs> no, they said, according to a survey, redheads have more fun than blondes. They surveyed, um, oh, it's men and women, by the way. I thought it was just women. Redheaded women, but not men, reported greater sexual desire and activity over the last year. Okay. Redheads also have more sexual partners, higher submissiveness, and started getting busy at a younger age than blondes. I always love these surveys. <sighs> hey, so uh, tell me about the sexy time. When did you start? <laughs> you're how much right? do you do it? And do you do it a lot? How satisfied are you? And does it count if you're a bottle red? Because a lot of people who have that striking red hair, it's not their true hair color. For instance, Lucille Ball was a blonde yeah. and started coloring her hair red. I wonder if when she put the red on her hair, she got more promiscuous. Side note, did you uh, check out the footage and stuff from the new uh, Nicole Kidman? Oh, my thing? God. that That is kind of the whole thing about it. She looks just like her in the little clip that you see. There's a new Lucy movie coming out. What's it called? Being the Ricardos. Yeah. yeah. And it says, you know Lucy and Ricky, now know Desi and Lucy or something like that. Um, and she does the voiceover on this clip. And she sounds just like Lucille Ball. It blows my mind how much she got the character, the inflection and the I need pattern. to hear more because I was still hearing some Nicole Kidman in there. So well, maybe, maybe I just need to hear more. But she she looks just like her in the clips that you yeah. see. It's very limited what they show you. But when she puts her foot in the grapes and... Uh, and I, just, I think when you get a certain actress or you know somebody who is obviously fairly accomplished, that they're really going to put their all into it, not, you know... And, oh, yeah. and Lucy's Lucy's daughter said she, what did she say? She uh, inhabited her soul. She wow. got in her head. She doesn't know how she did it, but she was perfect at it. She took it very seriously. That but, sounds very, very occultish. Hey, you know, it's almost Halloween. She resurrected my mother and ate her soul. <laughs> Do you guys want to hear my impression of I Love Lucy? It's real fast. Sure. Ha, <laughs> That's the whole thing. That's, oh, that's awesome. That's really oh, good. Isn't that neat? The show. Well. The, like you put a chocolate in your shirt or something. The thing about this is, though, they're making this movie, and it's getting all this press, and there's a, a city out there where she's from. I can't remember exactly where it is, but they have a Lucy Museum, and they, they have Lucy Day and all this stuff, and I'm thinking, how many people is this going to reach who are under 65 or 70? Because even for us... Lucy is an older character. Yeah. You know, I mean, I I know who she is, but I can't really say that I watched the show you ever. Didn't? I used to watch it every day because we had well, three channels. But you still also you watch it today. No, I don't watch Lucy because that one to me, this is funny, that one is dated. <laughs> but all of my other 50 shows, In I don't black mind and white? It. Yeah. I don't. I don't mind some of it, but on the Lucy show, it just it, the comedy feels dated to me. I understand it, she's you know, an icon. That is actually a very interesting point. Is like, what is? Who was the target audience for this movie? Who was sitting there going, "God, do you know what the kids today are talking about?" And why haven't we told this story? I don't know. Thirty years ago, because uh, that's when it would have actually actually been relevant. Right? Yeah. You know what's big on the Snapchat right now? Lucille Ball. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, I was on the Vivian Vance page, and people really want to see some behind-the-scenes stuff. Gloria Swanson making a comeback. Gloria Swanson wasn't on that Who? show. I know. Vivian Vance was Ethel. 
I just was trying to think of somebody's name of an old. You could have you could have thrown out William Frawley. Who's that? Fred Mertz. See, this uh, this movie obviously not meant for me. Nope. <laughs> Who is it for though? But here's the thing: even if you didn't grow up on it. It looks like it's going to be just dazzling and impressive, the look of it. Like when they're showing her running around backstage with Desi and her hair is up. Ah, So it's going to be in theaters and then like three weeks later it comes out on Prime. So I may watch it on Prime. Yeah. Side note on that. uh, I keep saying that. Um, (laughs) The new Dune is coming out on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. And that is one. It's, It's also going to be simulcast on HBO Max, but I'm waiting for the theater. I think... You know, like even when the directors are like, "Yeah, this is really meant for the big screen." Well, they all but say you can that. Te- yeah, but you can tell like certain movies have that feel, and that seems like one of those. It's a sweeping epic visual. Like it needs to be on a giant screen with big booming sound. Did like, you see the original Dune? Yeah, like it's awful. when it came Couldn't out, watch it. Yeah, it's. We went to see it at the theater. I mean, I was a young teenager or something. I don't know. All we had to do in our town was go to the movies. So we went to see it and I don't remember anything except being bored out of my skull. Yes. I think that sting was in it. Yeah. I think this one is going to be much better, but it's true that the original movie was really like, why why are you remaking a movie that everyone says was awful? Because it, it was more about the books. Oh, which I didn't read books. Yeah, I know. Speaking like, of books, yeah, Katie Couric's got a book coming out. She's blasting yeah. everybody. Called Going There. I She's can't going wait. there. I'm actually going to read a book. I'm <laughs> actually going to. That one or a different one? <laughs> There's a much smaller one. See Dick Run. Frog and Toad <laughs> Friends. Oh, I love Frog and Toad. <laughs> no, but Katie Couric, yeah, she rips everybody. She talks about Diane Sawyer in there. She talks about, I she guess. She hated her. Yeah. Yeah. Which I get, but at the same time, there was another one. There was someone else who was also on NBC who she was real kind of catty to. But then, but the stuff with Lauer was interesting, you know, about her saying that she felt blindsided and this and that. I don't believe that. No, I don't either. I don't believe that for a minute. If somebody's doing that and it's that pervasive and it's been going on so long and so many people are affected, you're going to get a whiff of that. You would think there would at least be gossip. Yeah. You know, if she didn't actually see it firsthand, you would have at least heard buzz. However, I also think that she, in real life, is a kind of a standoffish, not real friendly person. Mm-hmm. Maybe she didn't get involved with the office gossip very much. Now, that could be. She could have been insulated from it on purpose. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she was always my favorite news person after Jessica Savage died. I mean, I loved her and Matt. I mm-hmm. used to watch them all the time. That was one, you know, of all those, no, really? Yeah, like, Laura was a that was a big one. Was I was like, I was what? hurt by that because I've he's always been one of my favorite. Yeah, um, no, that was a real like oh that that guy's a yeah. That, I I didn't I didn't like thinking that at all because no. he always seemed. Like you Harvey know, Weinstein looks like he would. Do oh yeah, he's that. gross. How dare you? He looks like oh, I, yeah, he's uh, yeah. disgusting. But um, but Matt Lauer, you know, he's a good-looking man. He was charming. He was very yeah. personable. He seemed like, you know, he could he could deliver the hard-hitting news, but he also had some compassion and I, I always thought he was up to something. Here I, I have a little bit of audio from me watching Matt Lauer back in his heyday. Oh, yeah? hold, hold on, I'm gonna pull it up for you. 
man, look at Matt Lauer. I bet he's touching people. He's probably got a automatic shut on that door when he gets a girl in there. He can push a button and slam that door. He is sexually harassing everybody in that place. See, that was from oh back gosh. then. Were you yeah. on The Simpsons? You just called it. Isn't that wild? I can't believe you had that ready to go like that. Yeah. <laughs> I try to be prepared. That's well, neat. You know, that didn't sound like an old tape. I haven't, I haven't changed. He's above, He was oh, really ahead of his time. <laughs> I haven't changed. What if they did a movie about the Andy Griffith show? I can't get off of this I Love Lucy movie. If they did a movie about the Andy Griffith show... It's the same generation of people that'd be interested in the no, I Love Lucy. No, Andy Griffith holds up, man. Around here? It holds up. I, I yeah. think if you go anywhere else in the country, they'd be like, do what? No. Yeah. Especially, like, across the Mississippi. No. People love that crap. <laughs> Especially two states over. But well, who would too. play Andy? Who would it be okay? Because I remember when they first announced uh, Nicole Kidman, people were like, what? Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken, is he's too old. <laughs> no, he yeah. plays old Andy. It's got to be a young, well, he can. He could be Matlock. I'll allow it. <laughs> but there has to be. <laughs> the, the, no, they're going to cover Matlock. And <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So who who is, let's say, about 35, tall, good hair, slim. Oh, uh, Krasinski. Who the hell is that? Oh, Jim oh Jim. Nah, Jim's, Jim's too goofy looking. He's not serious enough. But, uh, Andy's kind of goofy looking. He had big ears. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan no. Reynolds. Maybe. No. Maybe. No. I can kind of see too old. it. Who would play um, Barney? Uh, Steve Buscemi. He's too old. I know, but yeah. he looks like him. Yeah. Well, so. That's, a, that's unfortunate. The only person that I could think of, although his nose is too big, was Adam Brody. I don't know who that is. Is that his name? That's, oh, no, no, no. No, you, what's no, his name? Adam Brody. Adrian Brody. Yeah, Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody. Well, where would I know him from? Um, He's been in lots of movies. Oh, uh, that guy. He was a penis. <laughs> Huh? He was the pianist. The pianist. No. You talking about him for Barney? No, for Andy. No way. But his, I said his nose is too big. You're insulting everyone. He's tall and thin like Andy. God, who would it be? Come on, man. Say something. Give me one. Give I me did, one. Gave you, I gave you a couple. Um, He's got kind of wavy hair, wears a uniform. <laughs> has, <laughs> come on. <laughs> who is it? Tell me. Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> no, <I'm not. laughs> what about Liam Hemsworth? Do you know though those guys would be fun if if they had their hair cut short and piled up on top, you know, with a little pomade in it, they could be able to do it. You yeah. know, I think Liam could. I don't know Chris any is too iconic, but I don't know any young actors' names at this point. What's another show that you'd love to see a movie about? Like, take- what about uh, the kid in Spider Man? Tom Holland. Tom Holland. No, uh, he's. I just, why, why not? He could be young, Andy. What would? What's another show that they need to do a behind-the-scenes movie about like this, and put it Night out? Court. Night, <laughs> Night Court was a good show. It was awesome. That would be a, if you made a movie version of Night Court with those wacky characters. No, I want to see the gritty behind the scenes. What Richard Mull was really like. I I think those people were all real nice and having a good time. I don't think you can yeah. get a lot of dirt out of that one. Mm. Alf. Uh, I want to see the behind the scenes. <laughs> no, <Alf>. you don't. <laughs> I only want to see that if they show the part where they discard the puppet and actually argue with the guy who ran the voice. Or when Willie, you know, falls on oh, hard times yeah, later no. on in life with his special friends in a we, crack house. No. <laughs> hey, is that your friend? He's hot. Oh, Willie. <laughs> I can't believe oh. Wow. Willie did that in front of cameras and became yeah. famous all over again. Have they ever um, done a behind the scenes of Happy Days? 
That might be all right. Yeah. Do you know that they wanted to change it, that um, Gary wanted to change it to Fonzie's Happy Days after a couple of seasons because the Fonz was so popular? He was the main, yeah. And Opie Cunningham broke out into hives and started losing his hair right then. <laughs> For real. He did. They had to replace him with Clint real quick. And then well, Gary I mean, Marshall said. he was said, the star. Richie was the star. It was yeah. all about the Cunningham family. And then this hoodlum who lives in the apartment above the garage all of a sudden gets all the glory and then uh gary marshall said look if it's bothering you this much we won't change the name of the show well good because he was freaking all the way out although now by that point he was real patchy (laughs) what's your mcdonald's special order oh the mcgangbang what is that (laughs) wait what I, did, I thought it was a joke, but don't I actually it found again. it on a couple websites. So the McGangbang is a Don't Mc... say it again. Why not? It's this name. All right. <laughs> Why isn't this up on the screen? The What it is, is it's a McDouble and a McChicken, and you order them together. So what they do is they take, it's the bottom bun, burger patty, cheese, chicken patty, then burger patty, cheese, bun. Do you take the bread off the chicken? And you just put the well, chicken yeah. in there, or do you put the whole sandwich in there? No, no, uh, no, no bread. Think, I Why? Think, no, I don't think it's. It doesn't have the Big Mac middle yeah, bun. Yeah, go all Big Mac on it if you're going to fool around. Leave that bread in no. there too. Um, I, I would do it with the bread. No, I I need I just but I think two patties is too much. I think just one chicken and one beef is enough for me. Because mm, you're know. gonna you're gonna you override give, the chicken. If you you got to give it a different name. That was just a three way. Oh yeah. What's uh, interesting? <laughs> two way. Yeah, sorry, I I was going to my actual site. It was just off of thebusinessinsider.com. All right, come on. Oh, no, I mean, that's the uh, the other one was the... Land and sea? Air land, land and sea. And sea. And air. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one was if you get the, the Big Mac with a You get the chicken. beef, you get the chicken, and you get the filet of fish. filet of fish. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh. Well, you wouldn't be able to tell what you were eating at that point. No, that gets to be a bit much. They have the pie McFlurry. I mean, sort of like a surf and turf, but... The Not. chicken McGriddle, that's good. If you've ever gotten, I've, 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 it's hard to get them to do it. But if you can get them to put a piece of fried chicken on something like that, mm-hmm. it's good. It's chicken and waffles, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that, that was it. But I just thought that was a joke until I saw it on a couple of websites. So I don't think they have it anymore. But Ooh, um, Big McChicken. Chick-fil-A used to have this bagel that had oh, yeah. a piece of Chick-fil-A chicken on it and an egg and cheese and the mm-hmm. bagel. And someone said to me once, it was sort of like the, the Paul Simon song. They're like, is that okay to eat egg and the chicken together? Mother and <laughs> like child reunion. Exactly. I was Absolutely. like, oh, I never thought of it before, but it's really tasty. Yeah, man. They don't know. Chicken don't know. They gave their life for that. They they wanted you to enjoy that. Uh, all right. Just <laughs> they real were quick. born for that. In this picture, <laughs> they have taken the actual, the entire chicken sandwich and put it in between the McDoubles. See, I told you. So no. that's the real deal right there. That is way too bratty. I guess you really have to kind of do it yourself. I mean, that's a real oh, DIY. That's just taking two sandwiches and sticking them together. Exactly. I, I, I dare anyone to go through the drive-thru, no. and when the happy voice comes on, and you go, hi, welcome to McDonald's. How may I help you today? Yeah, I'd like a McGangbang. Yeah, that'd go over great. <laughs> you do it. Because go ahead. that's the dang thing, man. People lie to you all the time about these secret menus, because I've gone to places, and I've said, hey, I heard about that secret buffalo sandwich you have. Do what? Do you have that? No. No, they know the people who work there know nothing about these secret menus. No, I think it's a secret menu, but only to them. Like, so when I worked in the kitchens, we used to make our own stuff all the time that wasn't on the menu. But like, I remember one time I sat down at at one place, I had a chimichanga, and they were like, You guys do that here? And I'm like, 
No, I made, no, I made that for me. Oh, well, like, I've yeah. eaten everything else at this you place. Had a, you had a what? Chimichanga. <laughs> Say it right. What? She's laughing at your pronunciation. Oh, I'm sorry, Chimichanga. There Thank you, you go. <laughs> Big gangbang. Stop saying it. You won't stop saying it. Oh, before we go, have you looked at the Dave Grohl book? It's number one on New York Times bestseller list. I don't list. want to talk about it because I desperately wanted to go see him do his live thing, yeah. the book release thing in D.C. Yeah. It was a Thursday night, and we had tickets to Wicked anyways. Right. But he's playing drums at these things. He's telling stories. Like, I mean, I'll still get the book. It, I, you know what I'll do is if they do a book on tape with him reading it. Ooh, that'd be cool. That. Yeah. that would but, be cool because you know Maddie doesn't read books. I started one a couple weeks ago. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. How's that going for you? I started it a couple weeks ago. What if it was a Dave Grohl audiobook, but it was read by Sir Patrick Stewart? <laughs> that actually might still work. Let's <laughs> bring it full circle. Christopher Walking. Ah, oh, that would be I great. Remember. That was my walking. Oh, uh, you sounded just like it was like he was in here. Oh. I was like, whoa, what's going on? Dave. That's it, number 91, what? the podcast. It's a Simon Says Podcast. Be sure you subscribe and like. And if you ever want to be on the show, dang it, we forgot the phone calls. You want to do the phone calls? No. No, I got to go. Save them for I next go week. I got to get my kid. Dang it. All right, we'll do them next week. I have some good ones too, man. I know. Oh, so please call up. You can be part of the show next week because I promise the calls are going to be on. I can't believe I forgot that. I worked hard on that. Our number is 336-373-0987. You can listen to us online at 987simon.com. Charlie, final thought? That's my Lucy. Maddie. <laughs> McGang bang. Oh, boy. <laughs> One more time. All right. Pew, pew, pew. Next, Bigger guns. Next time. <laughs> pew, pew. Get up, get up, get up. It's a get up show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. <laughs> I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.